This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, guys? It's your host, Will, coming back for another episode, Field Note Fridays, powered by Matthews Archery, elevating the archery experience. So far over the past four weeks, we've talked with Corbin Williams on paper tuning, doping, cam timing, leveling, center shotting, all of those things. So now what? You've got all that done on your bow. you got everything ready. And over the next two weeks, to wrap up this series, so for the fifth and sixth part, we're going to be talking about season prep things you need to be doing to get ready whether you're about to go chase after elk if you're at this point now and you're not ready get ready but if not and you're just getting ready for your whitetail seasons they're going to be gearing up here actually in september not long from now or you're just getting ready for that november deer hunt that you look forward to all year out at your family's deer lease wherever you're going corbin's got some really good golden nuggets over these next two weeks that you don't want to miss out on so i'm gonna quit rambling Let's get to it with our guy with Corbin Williams, and thanks again for tuning in to the Hunt Stand Podcast. For these next two segments, I want to talk about, in your mind, and pick your brain a little bit on what you think are the most important things to be doing after that bow is tuned. You know, any kind of pro tips, if you will, or, you know, some of those golden nuggets that somebody could pick up on right now that they've got it set money bow doped in and everything and now they're getting ready for that gila hunt so what in your mind what are two golden nuggets that people need to be doing right now shooting um the number one thing is shooting um you know we host a once a month shoot at my house like it doesn't matter who you are where you're from if you're a customer or not you know we host a shoot starting in june once a month um with 3d targets and when people come over to shoot in that shoot, it's a fun shoot. I tell them like shoot all the time. You can't go on a hunt and not know your bow in and out. Like you should know where your 30 yard pin hits at 50 
where your 40 hits at 60 and vice versa. Whereas your 30 going to hit at 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to shoot so much that you've built the confidence in your bow that when that bull's screaming and there's a branch in front of you and you need to go ahead and use your 30 because it's clearing, where do I need to aim on that bull? That's a once in a lifetime bull or mule deer or whatever that, and, and to make the good shot. Um, no, know know your limits you you start to build up those limits okay so i have to be on my knee right now because i have the tree behind me where it needs to be but if i'm standing those uh pine needles are in my face i'm gonna be shooting from my knee the bulls at 54 yards did you practice from your knee at 54 yards with a limited ability to draw back where you have to lean slightly to the side um one of my buddies um aaron snyder when i watch him shoot and I've watched him hunt and I've watched him take different angles. And that's what I try to convey to everybody. Like when you watch him kill something with his bow, it's as natural and chill as it could ever be on a, we were on a hunt and I watched him, you know, he had a two inch gap to put an arrow in and he sure as heck did it. But when you shoot with him, that's how he practices. And that's what I try to convey to all my customers. Like, Hey, you should shoot so much that you know exactly what your arrow is going to do. And that when you pull, when you draw back, you don't have to pull your bow to the side and, and prematurely look to see where your arrow is going to hit. You just follow your follow through and you know that that arrow is arcing through that sight and slamming exactly where you're aiming. You have to have that confidence and you get that by shooting every single day and shooting the not knowns, the, the behind the trees, the in front of a mesquite bush, behind the rock, behind the sign, all of the the not normal ways to shoot, not sitting at 20 yards, exact same shot, broadside, 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 20 yards. Um, change it up. Do do the new thing. Um, I, that is the biggest, I think, other than having the bow set up right, I mean, shooting as much as you possibly can. Thousand percent. And I like that what you talked on a little bit ago is, Putting yourself through all these different scenarios, uh, I mean, that's that's such a key thing because I've been in a scenario before where, you know, you've practiced. You, you, you just have to make sure you're trying to practice in every possible situation. I mean, I got stuck in a scenario last year myself where uh, I wished I would have done more crouched shooting or, or from the knee because I did yep. a lot of tree stand hunting and that's what I shot, you know, uh, just trying to practice from elevated situations and did that, did that, did that. And we were walking back to the Yamaha one night and, uh, lo and behold, here's this beautiful 10 point, like literally between us and the Yamaha. And of course I'm not going to pass up that opportunity and, uh, ultimately didn't find that deer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you, you have to think about every possible scenario that you could be in, especially going out West. I mean, that's a big Mm -hmm. thing. And I liked how you talked about earlier, um, you know, depending on what site you're shooting, uh, you know, if, if you've got, let's say, like a spot hog dual pin post where uh, you've got it set and you just don't have time to adjust that wheel because you got that bull that's just screaming in your face and you need to know, like what you said, what your 40-yard pin will do in certain situations or 50 or 60 and whatnot. I love that. Yeah, not looking back to your wheel to see where it's at i've been there a million times and you have to and it's bit me in the rear too bit me on a really big bull too 
missed him completely because I, I when I drew back, I had, he he ran after a cow real quick and then stopped and the range just called out and I had no clue what my pin gap was and um, I hadn't rovered any more than where he was coming into and so I shot. I mean, I missed him by four inches low. Oh, man, I've done it to a mule deer. I've missed a mule deer <laughs> low. I, I feel the pain, man. I know your pain. All right, y'all, there you go. Hopefully you're able to pick something up from Corbin on this week's episode. He had some good nuggets in here, so make sure you're doing everything you can to get ready for the season. We owe the animal everything to take a clean, quick, and efficient kill shot. So you want to be making sure that you're prepped for that. We've done a lot over the past couple weeks to get you to this point, to where you need to be getting ready to shoot. Corbin's gone over just about everything that we can right now. But we're going to wrap this thing up next week. We've got the sixth and final part to this Field Note Friday series of just bow tuning, bow doping, just getting ready for the season. I hope you've enjoyed it. We've got some more great content coming down the funnel this deer season. So thanks again for tuning in this week's episode of HuntStand Podcast, powered by Matthews Archery, elevating the archery experience, and we'll see you on the next one.